Hey, what's up, everybody? Back to the Club Junkie Podcast, and today's the day. It's the day. It is uh, the start of Men's League. Tonight, we go down for the first time in 2022. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into, uh, hey, this episode brought to you by Voki Design SM9 Wedges. And the Voki Design SM9 Wedges are a product of superior handcraft technology, each one an instrument of creative control created from the most advanced materials engineered to deliver ideal flight and spin with grinds designed to release your best wedge play possible. There are many ways to make a wedge, but only one way to make a Voki. Title is Voki Design SM9 Wedges. Superior handcrafted technology. Find yours, Voki.com. So, yep, you got the uh, the SM9s, but it is a, uh, like I said, the first, the first of 20 weeks of Men's League Thursday Nights. It's time to go. Been super excited. It's funny this year for whatever reason. I think I've said this before. Super excited to play some golf. Just uh, just want to play. Want to get out there. And it's just uh, I think playing a little bit more this winter. Uh, at some of the OEM like uh, you know some of the company member or the media trips and stuff like that to go out and see a lot of new product. Play a little bit of golf. Hit some stuff on the range. Just been super excited to play. So I've uh, been kind of itching. You know, then watching the Masters things like that. And it's just. I want to get out and play, so I've been hitting the range a little more. Um, I, I definitely, definitely have a lot of things to work on still with the swing, but I'm excited to go play. Excited to go play in Michigan to uh, see how a lot of the stuff performs up here compared to what I, you know, what I was seeing down at, uh, you know, down in like the Arizonas and Californias and places like that. So, be really interesting to see. But I'm super excited. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who maybe haven't listened to the show before, my men's league is played. I mean, I live in Metro Detroit. I live in the suburbs of Metro Detroit or the suburbs of Detroit, and uh, I play my league uh, matches or league. My league is at uh, a little course called Saint Clair Shores Golf Club or golf course, something like that. It's not very long. Uh, it's not an insanely difficult track. Easy to walk, and it's stuffed in between a freeway and you know a bunch of houses, a bunch of residential. So uh, nothing crazy, but it is a thing where they keep it usually in fantastic shape. It gets an absolute ton of play uh people have said like it's one of the most heavily played courses uh you know in the area and they keep it in great shape uh for the most part greens always roll pretty darn well uh they haven't been the fastest in the past couple years just i think because with limited you know limited staff with all the covid stuff and all that they've been a little slower but they always roll uh really well Uh, but there were a few years uh, i've been in the league now this is like my eighth year i think something like that my uh, my father-in-law was uh, has been around in that league a little longer. Uh, it started, gosh, I don't even know. The, the stories are like it started, you know, 30, 40 years ago or something like that. But uh, we, uh, you know, I, I started like 10, about eight years ago. Uh, my father-in-law said, you know, hey, we have an opening. Uh, and at the time, I wasn't working for Golf WRX. I was working on a previous job. And I just, I'd switch when my times I was working so I could get out earlier. And uh, so my schedule changed, and it worked out perfect. Because I wanted to join a league before that. I just didn't. It was always like a work issue where I couldn't always get out on the day, uh, you know, whatever day it was. It was Thursday, Tuesday, whatever it was. I could never get out, uh, you know, early enough to go play. So it worked out then, and then since then, I've been uh, been playing in this league, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. We, we have, uh, again, this is probably redundant for a lot of people who have listened to the show for a while, but if you haven't, we have a lot of different people uh, in terms of you know what you know, our league. It's not crazy serious, uh, and it's also not a fall down stupid drunk 
uh, you know, just get as hammered as you possibly can league. It's kind of in the middle. Um, if you want to play for, for a couple bucks and make it interesting, uh, there's some guys that will do that. And if you don't want to play that way, if you want to, you know, uh, just play and have a good time and, you know, enjoy the evening, hey, we got guys that will just hang out and do that too. So um, maybe have a few beverages, uh, you know, that we definitely got uh, guys to do that too and, and everywhere in between. So, uh, and then handicap wise, we, we kind of run the gamut also. So our, our handicaps for the league aren't really true handicaps. They don't k- take consideration, uh, you know, the, the slope, the rating, uh, the handicaps of the holes, anything like that. It's basically just an average, average over par, you know, and, and par, I think is, I think it's 36 on both sides still, uh, I'd have to double check that. Um, I think it's 36, if, if not, it's 35 and 36. One, I'm, I'm pretty sure that at least one of them is 36, but, uh, and it's basically, you know, your average over par. So I'm one of the low, I, I think I'm the second lowest handicap for the nine in the league, which I'm at like a four. Uh, and I, I usually come in at, you know, 39 to 40, uh, on my, my average weeks, I'm right around, you know, that. And then, uh, you know, we've got people who on there who, you know, are, I think the highest, I think it caps off at 20. I think 20 is the most you can be uh, for nine. So, and, and we have a, a couple people at that as well. And, and it's funny because, you know, playing this thing for eight years, I remember I, I one time I was down to like a th- two or three. It was like the lowest I'd ever been. And I was playing the guy who was the highest uh, handicap in the league at the time. And it was like 20 or 21 strokes. Uh, you know, he was 20, 21. I was like a two or three. And... <laughs> And the guy I'm playing is, I mean, he's the nicest guy in the world. He just, you know, he loves to play, get out there and hang out with everybody, play some golf. But uh, he just, you know, isn't, he isn't that great. He doesn't score great, but he doesn't care. He goes out there and has fun. And I played with him, and he shot the best round that he's ever shot in the league. Like, that, it was a personal record that day. I think he shot 40, like 47 uh, or something like that. And I think I calculated I would have had to shoot three under just to tie him. And uh, that... That definitely didn't happen. I, I lost. So if you are a lower handicap, it is definitely difficult to win matches sometimes because you have to give so many strokes. Like that one there, I think I had to give like 17 strokes or something like that. It was like it was it was something. It was you know to a hole uh, for sure. So it was difficult to win. I have won the league once. Uh, it was geez five years ago now, um, something like that. I, I almost won it my first year in because the first year in you come in with no handicap. Because no, I mean, you, I mean, I guess you could tell our commissioner what your kind of average scores are, but it really starts out as zero. So, uh, you know, like like most people here in the north, you don't play a whole lot in the winter. You come out, you don't play great, so you got some high scores in the beginning, and then you play better as the year goes on, and you just win like crazy. Uh, and you know, typically the the new people in the league do do very well, um, but you know, and that isn't necessarily the case. And this year, my one of my brothers is uh, is joining up. He's going to play. And I think he'll be one of those guys who will do very well because in the beginning, uh, he hasn't played any golf since last year. Uh, I don't even know if he's been to the range. And he will come out and he'll play pretty pretty poorly, I'm going to assume. <laughs> and then he's going to you know play better and better as the year goes on. And it'll be one of those where he'll be at the top of the leaderboard. I'm usually always kind of right in the middle. I usually trend, I trend north. I'm really usually at the top in the beginning of the year. Uh, just because I, I come out and play a little more consistent, so I'm usually the top of the, the, the leader, you know, top of the points uh, total in the beginning of the year, and then uh, I will I will trail off and, and fall off as as that goes as I uh, play different people and and lose matches. So it's uh, but it's a lot of fun. Like I said, we do skins, we do closer to the hole stuff like that. Um, you know, typical stuff in the league, but it is uh, it is a good time. And like I said, we play at St. Clair Shores, which again, if you've ever played it, you're not going to be blown away by it. It's not super impressive. 
but for what it is, it's a good little track. Um, you know, I, I don't hit driver a ton, uh, on the front nine. I hit driver realistically once. Uh, I mean, I could hit it maybe a couple more times, but the few holes that I would maybe tee up driver on, there's more problems left than there are right. Uh, I mean, which is typical. I mean, the course is kind of built for, for people who fade the ball a little bit, because <laughs> uh, majority of golfers do. So the holes that I could hit driver on and, and maybe get one down close, if I hit it left, there's a lot more problems in terms of roads and residential homes and things like that. Because uh, it is kind of cut out of a, uh, in the middle of the course, there's a, uh, a condominium complex. And, uh, you know, there's been some people who have knocked some some balls off condos. So it's one of those things where you you have to be a little bit, it's not long. Like I said, you don't have to hit driver. I typically score decently there because I don't have to hit driver. I can hit, you know, I can hit hybrids and, and three woods and even four irons off the tee and still have, still have fairly short irons in. So for me, it works out well that way. Um, and honestly, you know, sometimes hitting those clubs takes out some trouble. I mean, there actually is, there's water on, let's see, there it's on three, four, five, and then, uh, you get to the back nine. So, I mean, there's water probably on about seven holes, six six holes. Uh, there's, there's water that you can get into. So, like I said, taking driver out of my hand to, to just avoid that stuff uh, actually works out pretty well because, uh, you know, if I play a four iron or a hybrid or something like that back, you know, I, I don't have to worry about hitting it in the water because I can't hit it that far. And then, uh, and then I still, like I said, can have, uh, you know, eight iron, something like that in uh, to a green with, with no problem. But it's a, uh, like I said, it's a fun little course, fun little league, um, and I'm just excited for it to start. I, I, I really am. I know a lot of leagues aren't starting up until May, so we're about a week, uh, maybe, maybe about a week or to two weeks ahead of most people uh, up here who are starting the leagues. So that's that's kind of nice. But we do play 20 weeks. I know not everybody plays that as well. Uh, and then myself and a couple other people will keep playing as long as we possibly can. You know, when it ends in September, we just keep on rocking and rolling and going. And it starts out as like, eight or 12 guys will still show up and play and then it just dwindles down and then it pretty much is just me playing uh, after a, a short period of time after a couple of weeks it's just me playing by myself or uh stuff like that but i don't mind uh, i just like getting out and playing but super excited so i kind of it's funny I, I mean i'm just you know i'm just a, a club junkie and at heart and it's been kind of agonizing, I know wouldn't call agonizing, but it's been kind of difficult that I'm putting together what is, you know, what's in the bag. What is going in the bag for uh, the first week? Because I can only play 14 clubs, um, you know, and I my, my game has to be a little on. I mean, I do bet a guy uh, or two, uh, just a couple dollars uh, for the round. So we play with handicaps. So I, I don't want to go out there and just, you know, blast a, 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 a thousand uh, out there. So I want to play at least decent, have a chance to keep uh, a couple bucks in my pocket. So it takes a little bit uh, of getting, uh, you know, what my first what's in the bag's going to be because I don't know how the game's going to be when I show up. So I want to bring some stuff that I'm either somewhat familiar with, maybe a little bit battle-tested. Uh, and at this point, there's not a whole lot that's battle-tested on the course at the moment. So a lot of stuff. Um, and that's the thing, my what's in the bag that I'm going with. And there's there's a couple. I'm going to go through what's in the bag and why I'm you know going to play the things I'm going to play. And then, um, you know, there's like two... I think there's like two spots that are kind of like on the fence right now that I'm really debating what to do. Uh, those there, I mean, it's not a huge deal. It's just like, you know, the shots I'm looking at, like we're playing the front nine. So the front nine, really, I probably wouldn't even bring driver. Uh, there's basically the eighth hole is a par five. That's the only hole I usually hit driver on. 
Uh, and as I, I think if you listen to TG2 at Turski, it is like one of my nemesis holes. I've stood on that tee box uh, numerous times at like even par, one under, one over, whatever, and uh, and easily made double or triple on that hole. It's not crazy long. You can get there in two if you hit a good drive. But the whole left side is OB. And I have more more times than I care to admit snap hooked the ball uh, OB and uh, and then reteed it and had to play and it was just uh, it's one of those where it, it, it stinks because it, it's derailed me numerous times from having uh, a good number posted and uh, yeah I mean I think uh, I want to say what my my low round there uh, is like thirty I think it's two under I think it's a thirty three two under was like my lowest ever um, I want to say that was. When I was doing uh, Mondays Off, which is an older podcast, I don't know if you guys have uh, or ever followed that one, but I did a podcast with uh, uh, Tursky's boy, Stevie Westfall, and I think I shot 33, and he gave me a bunch of crap, called me a sandbagger, all that, which I, I understand, but it's been, uh, usually I have, I'll have like one to two really low rounds uh, a year, and then everything else kind of stays average, and then I usually have a couple blow-ups uh, where things just, you know, everything goes wrong. And I think I had one last year where one of the guys I played with was like, I've never seen you play that badly in this league. And I was like, well, it it, it definitely does happen. So don't uh, don't think I'm immune to it. But, uh, but no, like I said, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a short little course, like I said, but it's always in good shape. Um, and it's got, like I said, a few challenges. There's a few holes that make you kind of go, okay, like make you think about um, when you look at like, 14 is it 14 yeah 14 is a par 3 it's only like 155 it's like 150 to 160 but the whole left the whole all pretty much everything in front of you everything to the left uh, is water and there's a huge bunker that takes up like the right three quarters of the green so you're you, you have to hit it high uh, to get it to land on the green um a lot of a lot of guys in my league especially the, the older guys they hate that hole because they they don't hit it over the bunker they don't hit it high enough to get it over the bunker very easily and you know, I, I don't worry about it as much, but that hole will definitely kind of make you think. Um, and then there's a couple others that have uh, a little bit of water. I mean, the the 16th hole is like the, the hardest hole in the course, but really, I mean, it's just a long par four. You hit a good drive, I mean, you can you can still get, uh, you know, it, it's still a relatively short to mid iron in uh, to the green. But we'll be playing the front nine, which front nine again is uh, just the way it's set up. I don't have to hit drivers. So hole one, uh, you know, hole one is this little dog leg right. Um, it's pretty short. It's only like 300 and I don't know, 340 yards. I should pull up the scorecard, but, um, uh, it's not really sh- long. Uh, the fairway runs out at probably like, it's probably a little long that cause the, the, the fairway probably runs out at like 320. And then you've probably got about 30 to 40 yards of, of rough before you actually get to, to the kind of the elevated green. And there's a little depression kind of in the front, right? It's like a, a, a grass bunker that everybody, you know, everybody there's always in any group, there's in any foursome, there's always somebody in that, uh, that little depression, at least one guy. Um, but it's a hole that again, when I stand up to it, it's a fade hole. Like it's a flat out fade hole. Most people, if you aim it down the left side, let it fade back. It's perfect. It's right in the fairway. For me, if I hit it too far left, it's going into the road. That is uh, the main road that's, that's next to the course. Um, it, it's it's in the road, so I don't hit driver there. Because um, even if I, you know, basically smother it left on the first hole, uh, you know, hitting a hybrid or something like that, I, I typically have it in play. You know, I may have to, you know, punch it out of the trees or whatever, uh, or you know, kind of hit it above a tree or whatever. But I can at least play it. Uh, I'm not out there searching and then, you know, dropping one next to the fence because, again, we're one of those things, too. We're not going to go, you know, if you hit an OB, 
or you think it's OB, you know, I'll hit a provisional, but a lot of guys will just go up and, and drop it uh, where we thought it went out. It's just, it's too, takes too much time to, uh, to, uh, to go back to the tee and re-tee and all that. So we're not, we're not playing that jazz, but, uh, but anyway, like hole one, you know, hole two, same thing. It's, it's, it's really short. Uh, they're on the right-hand side. It's all trees and then condos. Uh, the trees kind of protect the condos. And then there's a big bunker again in the front. Um, and I do to say the one, the one thing that kind of stinks about St. Clair Shores golf course is the bunkers are absolute garbage. Uh, the sand in them is so compacted and so firm, uh, that, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's not, they're, they're pretty horrible. And there's a couple bunkers that if you're in, you're almost better putting it out. Uh, I've had a couple of those where, uh, I think it's, what is it? The 12th hole, there's a par three and if it's par three bunker on the right's not too bad. Cause everybody goes in there, but it's got a really tall lip. You got to hit it high. The bunker on the left is okay. I mean, it's, it's not good, but the back bunker, if you hit it in there is cement and it doesn't matter. I mean, I brought one time I brought a. I brought like a low bounce 60. I don't remember which, which one it was, but I brought like a really low bounce 60 because the week before I hit it in that bunker or two weeks before that because we play, we alternate back and front. So two weeks before I hit it in that bunker accidentally and I tried to just slam it out of there. I, I tried to get as steep as possible, get down on the ball. Club still hit the sand, popped up, bladed the ball off the green, all that. And so I think two weeks later I brought like, I brought an extra wedge and I was like, I just want to see if there's any way, even with a low bounce wedge, could I get under this thing? So I had like, I think it was this Epon Tour 60 degree that has like no bounce. And it also has like, you know, decent trailing edge relief. And uh, I, I opened that thing up, I mean, whatever. And I still could not get, I mean, I got better, but I still could like not get under the ball to get it up and out. And it's like, with that, you're almost better either like kind of like a chipping motion or putting it kind of out of that, uh, that bunker. So there's a few of those that are just absolute crap. Um, if it's the one thing that I could improve on that course, I would just, I would have different bunkers, but so anyway, uh, like I said, it's, it's nothing crazy long. It'd be fun. Uh, get to see all the old, you know, all the guys again that I haven't seen in a while. We've got a couple new faces showing up. Like I said, my brother will be a new face. I think we got like two other guys uh, who are brand new. Uh, one of which I believe I'm playing with, uh, today is today. So this is, uh, or I would say today I'm, I'm recording this Wednesday night. Um, but <laughs> I'm playing with one of the guys uh, who's new, so that'll be interesting to see. And then, uh, yeah, so I just kind of want to go through what's in the bag, why it's in the bag, why I'm choosing what I'm choosing, and uh, you know, you guys have a little idea of what's going down for for men's league this uh, this 2022 season. So, excuse me, there's going to be a lot of uh, rotation through the bag uh, throughout this year. So if you've never followed along before, there's going to be a lot of changes that go in the bag. And pretty much every week we'll, you know, I'll, I'll break down what, what went in the bag new, uh, how it performed, whatever. Uh, but this one is, uh, like I said, the the inaugural 2022 what's in the bag for, for men's league. And we'll start uh, we'll start at the top, top of the bag because I think that's uh, that, that was the easiest choice here uh, because, like I said, at most I'm going to hit driver twice. Uh, it, it'll be on eight. Uh, and then also, uh, I mean, if, if the round goes to absolute garbage, I'll try to hit it on nine, nine again, short dog leg, right. If you can tee it up and cut the corner over the trees, you can put it into the green side bunker. Uh, I mean, you could try to get it on the green, but there's two bunkers that kind of guard the right and left side. And most of the time that right hand bunker is a little more, uh, covers a little more of the green out in front. So that one there, <clears throat> I've done it numerous times where I've been, upset with myself after a bad eighth hole that I've pulled driver and tried to cut that corner. <coughs> Excuse me. I've, uh, 
I've pulled it off once or twice. Uh, I don't think I've ever had the ball on the green. I've had it on the fringe, uh, in the front, but or like you know in the fringe on the on the grass. But I've never had, and I've had it in the bunker a couple times, but I've never got it actually on the green. Um, and it's just again not a shot shape that fits my eye because I do. I hit it a little left. I draw the ball, and you have to start it so far over the trees to let it come back. And it just it's not a shot that I I ever really hit. So usually, uh, again, depending on the wind, hit you know hybrid or four iron down there. But uh, the top of the bag driver was kind of the easiest call because uh, it just basically went with kind of what I'm most comfortable with and what I think is going to be a pretty good combo uh, for me this year. And that is going to be, um, and, and again, I don't know what's going to be my starter. I just, I, I did really well with last year's Sim 2 Max. So this year, the uh, the my stealth uh, 10.5 is going to be the driver for the first uh First round of the, the of the the year, and of course I've got the uh, the cool multicolored stealth head cover that they did for the my stealth stuff, which I thought turned out just absolutely awesome, um, with all the little multicolored tailor made logos. Toss it on the floor, but yeah, going with the uh, the stealth right out of the bag, the ten five, the my stealth one, the one I that I I did in chalk. Uh, it had the the chalk framing and then the the gloss black crown, uh, and then the gray face, a little bit of green on the bottom. And then uh, with this, I'm going to go Ventus TR Blue 6X. So that'll be the combo that goes driver right out of the gate. And the Ventus Blue, the TR, I really like just because I played I played black last year, Ventus black a lot, a 6X. It was it was kind of too much shaft for me a little bit. I mean, probably launched too low, but the Sim 2 Max just launched and spun a lot. So it, I, I needed something to kind of keep the ball down a little bit, and that, that combo worked really well. Uh, but the, the, the Ventus Blue is something I've been fit into a lot. But the TR, I just like the slider, the, the stiffer handle section. And I feel like it's a little tighter. I get a little more control out of it. Well, I still get, you know, that mid-launch and pretty low spin. So I think uh, this will be the uh, the combo that goes in uh, driver uh, right out of the gate. And I think, like I said, I think it's just going to be comfortable because, like I said, I had a lot of success with Sim 2. I played Sim before that. Um, and for whatever reason, I just I swing tailor-made drivers pretty well. So it's not anything where... Um, you know, this one here, not necessarily battle-tested. It's been on the range. The, the only driver I really have that's battle-tested in terms of I played 18 holes with uh, is the PXG, uh, the new 0311XF. Uh, that's the only one that I've actually actually had on the course and, uh, like I said, has been battle-tested. So this will be out here. But, again, I, I'm only going to hit it probably maybe twice depending on wind. I, I may hit it twice, and, and that's probably going to be it. Um, but I think, uh, you know, in terms of taking this thing out, I think I'll get pretty comfortable with it pretty quick. Uh, 10.5 head, leaving it at 10.5 in terms of the setting. I've got the all fit tips in here, uh, running those, running it in standard 10.5 and the weight on the bottom uh, is still neutral. So, uh, that is pretty much the setup there. And, uh, I'm sorry, it's a stealth, it is a stealth, my stealth plus head. Uh, so that does have the sliding weight in the bottom. I've just left that at neutral so far. I was thinking about moving it out to the toe a little bit and, uh, I just haven't done it. So I've been hitting it decent on the range with the way it is. So I'm going to rock that, uh, you know, with the, uh, and this thing here is going to be, like I said, Ventus Blue TR. Uh, so the new one, uh, like I said, has same velo core in the tip, had the spread toe fabric in the handle. So it's a little more stout in the handle. And, and like I said, I, I think it's, for me, a little tighter, offers a little more control. And this thing is playing, basically, I think it's just a hair over 45 uh, with the all fit stuff. So the all fit stuff, uh, and there's no tipping on this one, it's just straight in. Um, the all fit does play. It's not as consistent. I, I do have to say the one thing I'll, I'll knock it on, which I think I mentioned in the podcast when I reviewed it, was 
it doesn't it's not as consistent in terms of length so like a tailor-made if, if you build like this this setup like this shaft with this tailor-made head to like 45 and you go and put it in say a cobra head or whatever titleless head it may not be exactly the same length it does fluctuate a little more than say club connects did club connects was a little more on you know on on the length stayed the same with that system. This one's got a little more length. So I built this one, I think it's 45. It may be just a hair over. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll rock this, but this is going to be a driver in there for, uh, for, for the first, first go at, uh, at men's league. See if I can get this to stay on my desk. I know that I made my, my podcasts are riddled with clubs falling and dinging on the ground and everything like that. So, uh, but yeah, that's driver. When we go to three wood, which is a club that I do use, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe hit it on hole one, depending on wind. If it's into the wind, I'm hitting three wood. If it's downwind, I'm going to hit hybrid uh, on that hole. Just uh, it's kind of what I've done for a long time. Um, if wind's crazy into us, which I'm hoping it's not, I've hit driver on that hole uh, if the wind's really into us. But for the most part, I hit three wood. And then, uh, like, like hole two, I hit three wood and, you know, a couple others. So there, there's a handful of holes I hit three wood. And even if stuff's downwind, I mean, I'm hitting a lot more hybrids. But three wood, I'm going with something that's a, kind of a brand new combo. I haven't even hit it yet. But I was kind of going through a lot of my shafts. Uh, and then, like I said, as, as you may know, listening before, anything that I used with Club Connects, I can't use with all fit because everything's tipped three quarters of an inch and cut down to a shorter length. So anything... From Club Connects that I have shaft-wise, and I go to put it in an all-fit adapter, it's automatically tipped three-quarters of an inch, and it's like half an inch short. So everything would play like maybe 44 and a half or 44 inches, whatever. Like, they're super short. Like, they just don't work. So I was going through and kind of looking at, like, some of the shafts, and, you know, a lot of them are just behind me in, in this, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, in this rack behind me. And a lot of those, I'll you know, are just kind of now the display shafts uh, behind me for for just basically uh, some some color behind me or whatever. There's a few all-fits on there, but most of them are, are Club Connects. And I was looking at just a couple shafts on there that I'm kind of bummed that I can't use again uh, because they're they're short. And one of those was uh, the Graphite Design GP7 uh, that I had, the GP7X. And the GP7X was one that I played in 2017 M1, and it was a great combo. Uh, and then I, I messed around with it in Sim. It worked pretty well. Uh, Sim 2 Max, it, it just didn't launch, you know, like I said, low enough and, and spin uh, 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 spin low enough to, in that head to, to really work. Uh, and then it's just been kind of sitting. And I was like, you know what? It's a shaft I really like. I've swung it pretty well. Uh, so why not toss it in the old Titleist TSI 3 head? <laughs> so TSI 3 would. Uh, and I've basically built this thing. I cut it down. It's 42 and 3 quarters inch uh, long. Uh, it was already tipped, so I just left it at three quarter inch tipping uh, there, and then which actually I think it's tipped a little bit more than that. Um, I think uh, when I got this shaft, it was kind of laying around the office, and I think uh, one of the gentlemen who worked there before had it, so I think it was already tipped an inch. Um, so it, it's probably tipped uh, an inch. I went online and kind of did that first ring measurement <laughs> online to you know measure from tip to first ring, and I believe it's done uh, about an inch. Uh, so it's it was already tipped an inch. I just left it at that. And put it in here. So put in a Titleist uh, tip. I'm setting it at B1, which is the flat setting uh, in the TSI in the TSI three head. And then again, neutral weight on the bottom. And, and again, this one I kind of messed with. Moving out to the toe, moving out to the heel. Uh, I messed with it a little bit. I, I didn't really 
I hit it the best in the neutral position. And I think a little bit of that is the kind of the gear effect is where that weight is. It kind of changes how the club feels a little bit as you swing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this thing here, this is the one club in the, it, well, I guess it's not the one club, but it's the one club that, no, it's not. I've, I've got another one that's not, uh, that I haven't hit. Uh, but anyway, I, I think this is going to be, be really good. I, I've hit the TSI three. I've hit it in a couple different shafts. And I just haven't found the right shaft. I really like the sound of the head. I love the look of it. The feel of it's really good. Uh, I just found that I would kind of hit these kind of high floating, seems like high spinning shots with it. But I, And I had like Ventus Red, and I had a lot of like higher lofted shafts in there, a lot of softer shafts in there, because it wasn't the highest launching head. And I was like, you know what, let's put something in there that's a little more stout, a little more mid-launch, uh, and a little more lower spinning. So I was like, you know what, I had a ton of success with the GP7 and driver. Uh, let's toss it in a three wood and, and see how it goes. And, and like I said, most of my shafts are 60 grams. So this is one of the few that is uh, a 70 gram that I could toss in a three wood. So uh, like I said, built this thing up. And so far, like, I mean, I haven't swung it yet, but uh, I like the look and feel of it. And it's one of those that I'm, I've kind of got a little confidence in just going into it. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, like I said, I've hit this head before and I've hit this shaft before. It's just I haven't hit them together. So it'll be interesting to see how this performs. I'm really hoping I get a little more of a mid-launch, a little more penetrating trajectory with this. And like I said, I, I, this is my favorite uh, graphite design shaft, I think, at the moment. The UB is pretty close, uh, but I think this is this kind of the boy. It's got the stiffest handle in the whole graphite design line, uh, and I've hit it the best out of kind of anything. Uh, like I said, the UB is getting close on that, but uh, the GP has been kind of the guy there. Um, so that is the combo for three wood. And then I put actually a legit grip on there and put a cheap piece of junk grip that most of my clubs have. Uh, I actually put a, you know, golf pride MCC teams <laughs> on there, uh, to give it a legit, uh, fair shot. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, but I'm, 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 I'm pretty confident. I, I think it's going to be, a, 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 you know, a pretty good stick there and something that again, this week, don't know if I'll hit an absolute ton, uh, but I will hit it uh, a little bit. I'm trying to get these into. That's not going to work. My uh, my usual, uh, what do you call it, YouTube, uh, you know, put stuff out on my desk in front of me to kind of show examples. Not going to work as well as I thought. But anyway, because um, usually I just do heads. Like I just pull, pop the heads and all that. But I was like, well, I want to show what shaft I'm playing. So full clubs here if you're watching on YouTube. And it's a disaster. They don't fit on the, <laughs> on the, uh, on the uh, what do you call it, the desk very well. So, oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, but anyway. So that's three wood, uh, and like I said, pretty confident now. Like I said, set to the B1, setting a little flat, hopefully to take a little bit of that left out. Um, the only thing I don't like about the TSI-3 is when you start adding loft, which I wouldn't mind going up a little bit of loft uh, just to kind of help me get the ball up in the air off the turf. Uh, you know, if like on that, you know, say hole eight on that par five, I hit a good drive or, you know, hit a drive where I, I could get three wood there. I would like to hit it a little higher, but, you know, for that... Um, Anytime you raise the loft on that thing, it seems like it just shuts the face a little bit, you know. So B1 gets it flat, keeps the same 15-degree loft. I, I should be pretty good. And like I said, most of the time, 90% of the time I hit this thing, I'm going to be hitting it off the tee. So not a big deal. Should be good hitting that uh, high enough. But that's going to be three wood. <clears throat> and now we get into hybrid. And here's where I've got a little bit of a dilemma of what I'm going to do. So my initial thought was going the... Nope, dropping clubs back there. It was going PXG 03XF Gen 5 7 wood, which, as you know, and as I've said, I've hit this actually pretty well. I got fit for it uh, a little bit at uh, down in Scottsdale National. And 
I hit it pretty well uh, on the course when I played it. Uh, it goes straight in the air. Uh, it goes straight in the air in about 200 and... Jeez, um, phone's buzzing. Um, it, it goes straight in the air. It goes about 210, 215 yards and has like zero roll, just you know, drop and stop and all that. But here's the thing, where I, and, and and I love that because I think hitting it into you know hitting it into you know par fives or you know into long par threes, things like that, uh, having that ability to to hit the ball super high and getting it to stop on the green and having that that distance control, I, I really like. I'm super excited about that. But the thing is, is, is here at Saint Clair Shores, like I don't need that really. The only time I would hit this club that wouldn't be off the tee is on that par five. If I if I nuked a drive and had like, you know, 215 to whatever, or I, you know, 220 downwind, whatever the case might be, I would hit this into the green and, and it would be able to, you know, get it on there and it'd be able to stop it. Um, but like I said, that's the only shot that I can think of actually using it on that wouldn't be off the tee hitting it, you know, a, a, a 200 and some yard shot. Like, I mean, the, the, the par threes on this side are all short. They're, they're usually, depending on where they set the tees, they're between, you know, 150 and 172, both of them. The second one, hole seven, is a little longer. Usually that plays 170-ish. Um, but the first one usually plays right around 150 to 160. So I wouldn't use it there. I'm going to probably hit an iron. Um, and if it's that windy where I've, I've got to step up and hit a 200-yard club, this thing goes straight in the air. It's not going to go anywhere near, you know, the 200 yards that it needs to go. So, you know, like I said, I'd, I'd hit this on, on the T on three. Um, I'd hit it on... Probably another fifth hole, probably the sixth hole, and then maybe eight, and then maybe nine. And again, I mean, I, I can hit it, and it's fine. Like that's great, but I won't get any roll out of it. Where with a hybrid, I I get a little bit of roll because I hit it a little flatter. So off the tee, maybe hybrid is the way to go since I'm hitting so many shots off the tee, and there'd be very, like I said, one shot I'd hit this into the green. Uh, you know, unless maybe like I topped a drive and had like two fifteen in on like a par four and something like that. Okay. I guess I would hit it, but, um, I just don't know if it's going to be the club just cause I don't know if I want to hit it off the tee that much with it having, you know, going straight in the air and, and dropping, I guess we'll see how windy it is. If it's not windy, I I'd probably take it out and hit it just to see how it goes. Uh, when I go down and play like Bella Vista, the other course I play a lot more, um, this will probably have a little more use uh, in terms of hitting it into greens. There's uh, some longer holes there and things like that that I, I, I would hit this more. Um, but right now, I don't think it's St. Clair Shores. I just don't think, especially on the front nine. Uh, on the back nine, even on the back nine, I just don't see where I'd use it a ton either. Um, I just don't know if it would work really well there. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll bring it, like I said, and just kind of do the experiment of how well do I hit it off the tee. Uh, but yeah, this is the seven wood. It's 22 degrees and we've got it turned down one and flat. So you go into the PXG setting uh, and if you can go towards the lower uh, loft side, it's down one degree. So this is going to be be 21 degrees and uh, and flat. Um, and then this one here, I think I when I reviewed it, I said I had, I thought this was the Diamante D plus. It's actually the S70 limited, um, but they painted it black. I forgot they did the black version of the S. Um, but it's actually an, an S plus 70. So the mid launch version, uh, in 70. And like I said, it was just black and silver. And I just kind of looked at it quick and I thought it was the D plus with the new graphics. So it's the S plus. So, it, and it, like I said, it definitely goes straight in the air. So, um, something's very interesting, but I, I may put the seven one in just to see how it goes, uh, and see how, how well I hit it. Um, because like I said, I, I took it out at Scottsdale national. I hit it, but I only, again, same thing. I only hit it a handful of times. 
where I feel like I would have hit hybrid maybe more. And if I decide to go hybrid, um, it, it's kind of a tough choice again between going the Callaway UW uh, that I played a, a lot of last year or the Cobra King Tech. Uh, which I think right now, if I had to choose, I think I'd go King Tech. Um, I I, I, I kind of got away from this hybrid a little bit because I got the UW last year. But I think this thing here with the Ventus, which was basically a, a Ventus HB8 uh, in here, uh, the Ventus Blue HB8, the 80-gram one, uh, and I'm actually using the all-fit adapter on this one too, which is which is kind of cool. Um but I'm setting it at 19 degrees, but it sets at 19 degrees. I know this one comes out a little flatter. I know I'll get a little roll out of it, and it you know, may not have the distance control going into, say, a par 5, but I, I don't really need that right now, or I don't really need it at this course. So, um, like I said, going to be a, a kind of a game-time decision there. Maybe I'll decide uh, you know, on the wind. If it's super windy, I'm going to definitely go Cobra King Tech, uh, you know, 19 degree. Uh, if it's not windy, uh, I'll probably go the PXG seven wood. So that's, th- those are the, this is one of the spots where I've got to decide what I'm going to do. And, uh, again, I know I'm totally overthinking this for a crappy nine handicap, but this is just the way I roll. So it's, <laughs> it's one of those, just the, the way I roll when it comes to, uh, comes to clubs. So this one here will be, uh, will be interesting to see, see what I do. Um, right now, like I said, I, I, I'm kind of leaning the more I talk about it to the seven wood, unless, you know, it's crazy windy, but that, the King tech, I really like, I love the King tech because one, it has the adjustable lofts, uh, loft on it. So you can adjust the, the loft to kind of dial in a gap. Uh, but the other part of it too, is it got the three movable weights on the sole and you move all the heavy weights out of the toe and it really is pretty darn anti-left. So, uh, you put a fairly stout shaft in there, like this vent is blue HB, um, and you put the weights out on the toe it's it's tough to hit it left and and for me that's that's always a plus if i don't have to worry about hitting it left because that's uh that's always uh, a problem for me um and if i can worry about that problem less that that would be great so th- it's going to be a choice there and, and like i said the, the biggest difference the hybrid just flies flatter i get a little more roll out of it uh it may be a little better t club when it comes to total length off the t the, the hybrid may go a little farther uh than that seven would so uh we'll we'll see how that goes and then we get into irons, and this one was pretty much, it was pretty much just a question between two two sets of irons. So um, it was basically between the PXG Gen fives, uh, the the set that I just got, just got uh, the the P four iron T five through wedge, or the TaylorMade P seven seventy. So I think I'm gonna go P seven seventy. I've been hitting these a lot on the range. And I've got a, a new shaft that I need, want to get a little more time with, and now I can get some co- uh, course time with it, which is this new KBS Tour Lite. Uh, and this is actually the one, what is it, 105 grams or something like that, the 105. They actually sent me the wrong label, so they say 95 on here, but I think they're 105s, um, which isn't a big deal. I mean, they're labels. I wasn't even going to put them on, uh, but then I decided I, I should. <clears throat> but uh, So I've got the brand new KBS lights in here. Uh, so I've got four through wedge, and I and I brought typically the four iron. I would put in the Mizuno Fly High or that new um, Tour Edge Tie Utility. Uh, but I think I want to hit the four iron to see how it goes, uh, and I will hit this off the tee a couple times uh, on a fan, handful of holes. Depending on wind, it'll be anywhere between like two and four holes, depending on the wind. Uh, but the P770s have been. Uh, 
have been a good iron for me. I mean, they, they kind of fit what I need. Like I'm a guy who I love the look of players' irons. I don't want anything that's you know crazy big. I want stuff that's got a fairly thin top line, all that jazz. But I need the help, uh, and I need and, you know, and I can use a little distance. And I, I don't hit my irons super far, so. For me, like a 7-iron is a 160 club, and if I really nuke it, maybe I can get it to 165, but really it's a 160 club. I don't hit it super far, and uh, I don't hit it super high and, and long. So the P770 kind of fits where it's that cheater, looks like, kind of like a player's club. You can hit it, uh, you know, but it, but it gives you the forgiveness. It gives you that ball speed uh, that guys like I kind of need and want. Um, the one downside to it, I'll give it, I'll give it a knock. It isn't the softest feeling, you know multi-piece forged iron out there it's got a little click to it it's got a little sound to it especially when you really miss the center but uh, it'll be interesting to see and, and like i said this shaft here um heard some good things about it honestly uh from uh, the guys at kbs and uh they sent me a set to uh, to pop in here so built them up um and built them all up and and, and ready to go but i'm pretty interested to see because i recently i i had these heads with modus 125s uh, the Nippon Modus 125, and I and I really like the 125. That shaft, a little stiffer handle compared to say the 120, and it launches a little higher. Love it, but for whatever reason, like I've been hitting lighter weight shafts, like overall static weight or overall clubs with lighter static weight. I've been hitting them better. So I, I don't know if it's just a feel thing or what, or I'm getting weak because I'm now 41 and you know I don't work out. Uh, but whatever it is, like the the lighter stuff especially in the irons, kind of feels a little better. Like the PXGs that uh, I, I went and did uh, down at Scottsdale, those are Elevate 95s. Uh, so, I mean, just this, the lighter stuff, I'm swinging a little bit better. And I just wonder if it's, you know, I'm losing some muscle mass in my old age. And uh, and the lighter stuff, I just feel like I can control a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. These are, uh, like I said, I think the 105s. Um, and then running these with uh, these heads. And like I said, usually 4-iron I'll swap out. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is I'm going to keep the standard pitching wedge in, which I know I didn't do last year. I played the, uh, basically the MG3. Like, if I played uh, these irons, I, I didn't play the pitching wedge. I played the MG3, 46 degree, <clears throat> which I bent to 45. Um, and I played that instead of the standard pitching wedge. But I think this time I'm going to play the standard pitching wedge, see if that'll help with just consistency uh, and distance gapping and things like that and see if I hit it a little better. Uh, but I'm going to hit that uh, instead of the the MG3. So I, I was debating on that, but I'm going to go MG3. And like I said, 4-iron, I'm going to go the P70 just to hit it, just to, so I can kind of see ball flight And you know, as I review the iron shafts for a future show, get a better idea how the long irons fly. Uh, but I think usually I would toss in you know, probably either the... Uh, the two edge tie utility or that Mizuno fly high, uh, four iron. So one of those two would probably go in the bag here, but for this week, I'm going to go full P 770 four through pitching wedge. Um, I don't know why I'm even sticking it up here. You can't see it. Uh, so I'm just going to set it down to the side of the desk. Uh, and then we get into wedges. Um, and this is one I was debating. Do I, do I throw the, the SM eights back in? Uh, I don't have a matching set of SM nines. So, they, you know, for media samples, they said in like a 52, a 54, and a 60. And the 54 is a D grind, uh, a black, jet black D grind. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I want to, I mean, I'm going to mix and match my, my wedges a little bit here. But I don't know if I want to go like jet black 54 and then a chrome this. And a chrome, like, it's, it's just kind of getting to be a lot. So I think I'm going to go uh, with this setup. And through the gap wedge, I'm going to go to kind of match the iron set. I'm going to go mill grind three. Uh, so I'm going to go tailor-made mill grind three. Uh, this is a 50, it's a, it's a 52 high bounce, uh, that I've bent to 50 
And uh, it didn't actually add that much offset. Like, I kind of like the look of it. And I was debating, like, do I throw the 50 from my SM8s in instead? Uh, and honestly, setting them down, uh, I, I like the look of this one a little bit better. So I'm going to give this one a try here. Uh, it's still got 10 degrees of bounce, even with bending it strong, uh, which worked out uh, really well. And then I've got a little stamping in there that says, like, you know, for TG2 use only. But uh, the 52, uh, or the, the 50, I've been kind of using a little, like the pitching, I was using a little bit more around the green to, to chip and, and pitch shots. Uh, anything that, you know, I don't have to hit high, just kind of hit something low, a little bit of spin. Uh, I've been using this or the MG3 uh, uh, pitching wedge. But uh, this one here, like I said, I'm probably going to rock this uh, for my 50. Just got a good look to it. Uh, when you set it down, I think with the MG3, TaylorMade nailed the shape. I thought the MG2s always had like kind of a little too much of a sharp, boxy toe for my eye. Um, but this one here is definitely a little more soft, a little more rounded. Love the look. And then this one here has uh, the Modus 125 wedge shaft in it. Uh, which I just switched it over um, at the end of last year because uh, I basically figured I was going to go MG3s uh, full in the line uh, or full wedges MG3s, you know, pitch, gap, sand. My lobs, I like, I kind of like got into the lobs. I like playing like the full face groove stuff. So, uh, but I, I was going to hit these and then uh, we'll see. So I reshafted them up. So it's got the, the 125 wedge, which for me is fine because it doesn't match the irons, but that's fine. I, I don't hit full. Sh I mean, I'll, I'll hit full shots of this, but for the most part, uh, like at a hundred yards, I'm not going to swing and try to hit my 54. I'm going to hit like a three quarter or, you know, 80%, uh, 50 degree. So, um, it's a shot that I, a club that I don't hit a ton of full shots with, uh, but I do hit some here and there, but I'm going to basically, uh, you know, rock this bad boy for, uh, for the round, but the, the MG3s have, have really good feel to them. They're soft, um, you know, especially when you hit them center. Off center, they got a little click to them, but uh, they spin well, and uh, the raw faces are kind of cool. I thought they'd be a little distracting having the raw face with, like, the chrome toe and heel, but uh, it's really not. Once you set it on there, it's pretty good. And then their sole designs tend to be pretty versatile. I mean, those milled soles, like I said, the high bounce version, 12 degrees, but at my 50 last year, I played a 12 degree, a 50 12 degree F grind in my, my Vokey. So having the high bounce in the, in the gap, I, I don't mind it. And again, I, I say it all the time. It's soft here in Michigan. So I need something that's going to get through the turf fairly well. And, uh, yeah, I'm going mill grind three in the 50. <clears throat> and then the 54 and 58 are going to be the PXG sugar daddy twos with the Bob Parsons grind. So these ones here, uh, I just got down in Scottsdale. Um, these ones here, I wouldn't say I did a full-blown fitting, but I was working with one of the guys down there, and we were hitting shots all over this massive short game area. And uh, this sole is is, is pretty nice. It, it's It's got 13 degrees of bounce in the 54 and the 58. Um, the 58 is the only one here I'm showing on, on like, YouTube if you're watching. Uh, and then the Bob Parsons grind is the higher bounce version of the two. Uh, it's got a little less trailing edge relief, uh, especially heel and toe, um, than the... What is the other one? I think the other one is called the C grind, maybe. Um, but anyway, it's got then the other grind. It's got definitely a, a little more, a little less trailing edge relief. But the sole's narrow, but it's still got a lot of bounce, and you can still kind of thud this thing into the ground. It would still pop itself back out, and, and the turf interaction was really good with it. I do like you know that it's got the full face grooves. Uh, but the cool thing is is with it, it's got the full face grooves. The fifty eight has a little more higher toe look to it. Uh, the 54 looks like a standard wedge, and I actually have the 50 uh, I was going to toss in there as well. The 50 is still full-face grooves, but it's the same shape as, like, a regular wedge. So it doesn't – you almost forget that it's got full-face grooves when you look down on it. 
Um, but I think these would be really good. I mean, it's going to be soft out there. We just, I mean, we had a snowstorm on Monday and now it's going to be 60 degrees, uh, you know, today. Um, so the course is still going to be damp. It's still going to be soft. So I want something with a good amount of bounce. And again, I thought about just grabbing my D grind from last year, my SM8, because I don't put enough rounds on stuff to really wear it out. The grooves, you can still see the micro grooves in between the actual grooves. So it's not like they're worn out or not going to spin. Uh, but I was going to bring those. And then I was like, you know what? Let's bring something else. I hit these pretty well down in Scottsdale. Let's see how they perform uh, out in the softer conditions here in Michigan. So I'm going to go 54, 58 uh, in these. And like I said, I kind of like, especially in the lob wedge, having those grooves all the way out in the toe because, you know, when you open a club up and, and hit a little higher lofted shot, I always tend to hit it a little further out on the toe, a little further out and higher on the toe. And having those grooves there, the ball comes out a little more spin. Uh, you know, a lot of these, they have a little more mass up there in the toe comes out a little more true and and you just get a little better distance control out of those shots with these 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 wedges compared to to regular ones so i'm gonna go out and uh like i said i'm gonna play both i'm gonna do the sand and the and the and the the lob uh and these and then uh we'll see we'll, we'll see how the 50 goes the 50 i thought it was gonna take a lot of time to get used to and it, it hasn't um but I, I, like I said, I just kind of like the look of the the MG3. It matches up with the the P770s. So, but you know, when I get the when I put the PXGs in the bag to go play those uh, out of the course, you know, I'll probably go full set of of PXG uh, wedges as well. So, 54, 58, and that's all something different. Usually, I play 50, 56, 50, 56, 60. Uh, and I went 58 just to see if having a little less loft can help with the consistency, especially out of the rough. Uh, you know, with that 60 degree, you know, any shot over, you know, say 40 or 50 yards, I just never really had a ton of confidence. I didn't know where I was going to hit on the face. I, I tend to chunk it, or if it's out of the rough, I would kind of get under it too much, hit it a little higher off the face. So I went 58 to see if I can add a little consistency. Um, so we'll see. It'll be interesting. I, I used to play like a, a 58 back in the day. Uh, it's been a little bit, but we'll see how that goes. So. Uh, rocking those uh, out there. And then we come to the other uh, spot where I kind of don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to bring two clubs to the course and see how we go. Because that would be putters. So the putter that I'm going to go into it as like, you know, let's call it the gamer, um, will be the, you know, Bettinardi BB8W. Uh, that's going to be kind of the guy right now. Um, it's the one I've I've had... This is the 2022 one. I've had I had the 2021, really liked it, uh, and now I'm gonna go. This is the 2022, which they've done. Uh, I think a great job with improving it, the sound, the feel. It's got a new face milling, a little deeper, uh, and then it's a little shorter heel to toe. Uh, it's a little more stubby in a sense. Um, but this one here, I'm gonna go with this. I've, I've put it, you know, I've got my little mat down here uh, that I've been putting between this and my. Well, there's been three putters I'm kind of kind of going through, but uh, this one and another is what I've been kind of uh, battling it out with, uh, and this is the one that's got the uh, the Fujikura uh, MC putter shaft in the firm. So this is there's an extra stiff, which is crazy stiff, uh, a smooth, which is very soft, and then the firm and the firm kind of plays like a steel shaft, um, but I love the softer feel. It, it kind of gives the putter head, and I think it's ultra consistent. But I'm gonna go with the Betnardi and. It's much like last year's. It just feels comfortable in the hand. Uh, it feels comfortable through the stroke. Um, and we'll see. I'll get out there on the practice green. I'll hit this one um, and give it a try. But like I said, last year's, the 2021 had a little ting to it when you hit it, I mean, anywhere on the face, really. But even dead center had a little ting to it. Uh, and the feel was a little firm, a little crisp. Uh, but I, I putted well with it, so I used it. I, I kind of got over it and said, that's that's fine. I've, uh, you know, I'm making putts, so I don't care. 
the 2022 came out. First putt I hit with it, I yanked the shaft out of the 2021, <laughs> stuck it in here, and and we're rolling. So, uh, like I said, the 2022 definitely has a little softer, more muted sound to it, and uh, still responsive, but it's just softer, easier feeling. And, and like I said, the look of it, uh, it is a little shorter heel to toe to give it, I think, a little more proportional look. But that's that's me, and that's personal. Um, but gonna go with you know with this. So this will be out on the putting green uh, with me. And then the other one, which uh, I've been kind of surprised that I've liked a lot down here, but I haven't got it on the course, is uh, the Lab uh, Mez 1, the M-E-Z, Mez, the Mez.1. So this is the one that uh, Adam Scott's using, Charles Schwarzel, uh, a couple other guys on tour have them. Um, and then this one here, I've got a uh, um, Stability Tour Polar shaft in, so the white version that's got like almost a rubberish feel on it. Um, but this thing here is that one that is lie-angle balance, so when you set it in your hands, uh, the face uh, basically points towards the the target, towards the hole. So it's got a totally different feel to it. Uh, but I found down here putting with it, it actually takes a little bit of getting used to because there's no, like, face rotation. Uh, that it just goes back and forth. And I found that, like, really light grip pressure and putting with this, it man, it's, it's pretty darn consistent. So um, I would say the only worry I may have with it would be... Uh, you know, really long lag putts because I just haven't putted with it yet. Uh, but I'm pretty interested to see how this thing goes. The feel is really soft. It's got some uh, grooves milled in the face. Uh, the roll seems to be pretty good down here on my putting mat. Uh, but I've been putting a lot with this thing down here and, and so far pretty darn impressed with it. So uh, I'm going to basically take this with me, have both on the putting green, whichever one I make a few more putts with, going in the bag. But uh, this one here has been, been pretty interesting. And uh, it's got that uh, press to 1.5 grip, which kind of puts a little forward press into the hands already. Um, it's just a totally interesting design. So I, I totally get why a lot of people have been uh, been raving about uh, the lab putters. So bring them both. We'll see how it goes. And uh, like I said, whichever one I make a few putts with, <clears throat> that's the one going in the bag. So uh, that's what I'm going with. I got the Moto, the Moto Caddy. Uh, I've got the Moto Caddy remote M7, or the M7 remote. Batteries charging underneath this desk, so that'll be ready to go as well. And then uh, I've got a new bag uh, to pop on the uh, the the trolley and and give it a whirl. So uh, we'll see how that goes, and I'll, I'll talk about that bag in a future show as well. Um, it's kind of built for push carts. It'll show. It'll be interesting to see how it uh, connects up and works with that. Um, but that's what I'm going with. That's uh, that, that's what I'm going with uh, for the first night of, of of league. And we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping to uh, not shoot like. 48 uh, i'm hoping to keep things more closer to 40 but we'll see i don't know what the course conditions are going to be like i don't know what, what the weather's going to be i mean we'll see we'll see how it goes so wish me luck today well I'll, I'll definitely uh either uh post on instagram or something my uh, results and uh, again if you follow me on instagram at club junkie pod i know i didn't do my q a today so i apologize for that i will uh maybe i'll try to do it uh today uh, thursday i'll try to do it in the day before i uh, go and play but anyway Everybody have a good week. Have a great weekend. If you're in Metro Detroit, it's supposed to be super nice, um, super warm. So I'm super excited for that. And, uh, yeah, get out and play some golf. So everybody have a good week. We'll talk next week.